Hello, welcome to Astrology Alchemy. I'm Sheila Belanger, your host for this podcast. Alchemy is defined as a seemingly magical process of transformation. Spiritual alchemy is the process of pursuing the gold of your true nature by transmuting the unrefined limiting parts of yourself. In this podcast, I'll offer you inspiring insights from current astrology cycles that support your path of turning your personal lead into gold. More resources are available at the website on theedgesofchange.com. Hello and welcome to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast, episode number 244 for the week of January 22nd, 2024. I am your host and guide, Sheila Belanger. Here's a phrase from this week's podcast poem. The heart understands swirl. I want to remind you that we are in this amazing transition period right now astrologically. A couple of days ago, the planet Pluto formally returned to the sign of Aquarius, where it had dipped into that sign for a couple months last spring. This is momentous. For astrologers, it is the cycle of the decade because, one, Pluto moves so slowly in our solar system. It takes 248 years to go once around the sun. So that means it stays in a, a zodiac sign, you know, anywhere from 13 to 25 or 26 years. So it moves very slowly. And that means that that archetype, because all the planets are archetypal characters inside and out, is examining or exploring the particular uh, vibration, if you will, of that sign. Now, Pluto is the transformer archetype, the underworld deity, the one who helps us strip down to the bones what needs to go so we can be reborn. Aquarius is this extraordinarily interesting sign. It's called an air sign about the mind and opening up our awareness. And it's about deep, radical innovation. It's about be the unique being that you are. And while you're doing that, help everyone else be who they were born to be. It has qualities of uh, revolution and shaking things up and thinking outside the box and egalitarianism and building uh, like-minded kin community. It definitely is change, okay? Now, Pluto will be in Aquarius until 2043, and so there is this long-term, decades, couple decades journey of systemically transmuting the poisons of old ways of being in community and old ways of hiding out and staying in the closet, so to speak, from yourself, especially about who you really are. And we already see this tumultuous change in the collective um, world channel. We are so much in the polarity of those that are scared and very frightened and want to hang on to power and hang on to how things are supposed to be and the right order of of relationships with the genders and nature. And it's like Pluto and Aquarius says, no, it's over. And there's be other cycles, astrological cycles coming the next few years that just repeat that. See, this, these times of holding on in a harmful way to the past and trying to keep control and dominate, it's in hospice. And it's very painful hospice because a lot of people are dying and suffering 
because we as a collective people can't let go of our old ways of domination. This is an ongoing journey of transformation that Pluto is really in the heart of it and saying, come on, come on people now, join together. So this week, Thursday, January 25th, we have a full moon at five degrees of Leo. For my audience, if you don't understand the degree measurements, do not worry about it. Stay with the flow of the story. It'll support you. A full moon, of course, is that once a month journey where the sun and the moon are balancing each other because they're opposite in the heavens. The sun right now is early in the sign of Aquarius, so it's shining the light on that call to do something different, to be more authentic, to reach out to kindred spirits and say, let's make community. And by the way, who can we set free? Who, ourselves and others, nature, the animals, the planet, how can we liberate? and give more space. And that sun is shining the light on that while it's balanced by the moon, the instinct of nurturer archetypes, all about our feelings and our non-conscious, watery, changeable lunar self. That's in Leo. Those two signs are opposite each other in the zodiac wheel, where Aquarius seeks to be unique and different within the tribe and the community, and we're all in this together. Leo balances by saying, I want to honor my deep creative individuality. I want to take the risk to be visible with who I am, to shine my gifts, to open my heart, to just go, here I am. And they balance each other because we all know if we get too caught in unhealthy Leo, we're narcissistic and it's all about us. And that doesn't serve anybody, including yourself, because people don't want to be around you. Aquarius, on the other hand, in the extreme, can get really heady and disassociated and get caught into ideas, but not in your body and saying, well, what does this really mean as I'm living my life? So they balance each other to say, what's the both and? Be creative. Take the risk to be who you are. Honor your needs and at the same time, recognize you're one of many and you belong, the we that you belong to. This full moon is particularly strong. Not only is it the first full moon coming as Pluto re-enters Aquarius, but it has a very deep connection to Pluto. Pluto is right next to the sun. So it is this transformative illumination of where do I belong inside and out? What's my inner tribe? and community? What's my outer tribe where there's more spaciousness and freedom for all? And the sun and moon opposite each other with Pluto also has this interesting link with a planet called Jupiter. It's called the full moon squares Jupiter. That just means the line between the sun and moon and the heavens looks like it's 90 degrees away from where Jupiter is in the heavens. And Jupiter is that teacher, mentor, expanded one that is all about the quest for meaning and understanding our paradigms and beliefs. Jupiter is in Taurus, where it will be for a couple of more months. And Taurus is this grounded earth sign. It's very sensual and very real and just very pragmatic. So Jupiter in Taurus is asking us, and it's been guiding us for at least uh, almost a full year, to say, how do I expand my awareness of what true security and groundedness is? On a deep level, Jupiter and Taurus has been saying, wake up to your paradigms that no longer work about you as an earth being. You belong on the earth. And we all need to recognize it's our stewardship. We know that with the devastating environmental crisis now. 
and this sense of are, are we capable of being good stewards of this precious earth that we belong to and our precious communities? Or are we wrestling with really wounded scarcity mindsets, wounded Taurus? It's mine. I've got to have mine. It doesn't matter what's happening with anyone else. You know, I've got to stay safe. And of course, that's deeply informed by unmetabolized ancestral trauma throughout the world. But this full moon shines the light and says, okay, how do we balance being ourselves, getting our needs met, taking care of the larger collective, and questioning our stewardship paradigms? And what's really worth spending our life energy on? What are we doing with our money and our life energy? You know, is it worth it? And how is it harming the earth and our people? So those are all getting stirred up with that full moon. Thank you, Pluto and Aquarius. And then on Friday, January 26th, late in the evening Pacific time, early the next day for the rest of the time zones, the planet Uranus goes forward at 19 degrees of Taurus. Now, this is the maverick archetype. And Uranus has seemingly been retrograde, meaning it looks like it's been going backwards in its orbit. It's not doing that. It's just the way we look at the planetary motions. It's been retrograde for about five months. It turned retrograde in late August of 2023. And retrograde motion suggests that that archetype wants to go inside and review. It's, it's always seen as a kind of timeout. So Uranus retrograde, the maverick, the great liberator, the wake up one, change it up, do something different, get more free, everybody, has been going more in an inner revolution. And you might consider since uh, late last summer, if uh, Northern Hemisphere people, if you've been noticing this like disruptive, like I've got to change it up. And again, like Jupiter, Uranus is in Taurus, this grounded earth sign of asking about true safety. And Uranus in Taurus is essentially that question. What is true safety and security? We know it is not our dominator capitalistic society. We know that the way we have been living on the earth is literally killing the earth and us. So Uranus continues as uh, example of the universe talking to us saying, shake it up, people. You know, how much is enough? And what is true wealth? And what is a way to radically change how you live in your body, how you live on the earth, how you steward your life resources. So now as it goes forward, and this is such a classic combo, because here's, you know, a couple days ago, Pluto re-entered Aquarius and said, all right, people, we're going in truly now, big time, for this deep systemic change of culture in our minds. And Uranus says, yeah, I'm on it. I'm jumping on that bandwagon with Pluto, and I'm coming with my, my special secret sauce of radically waking it up. Now for something completely different. Okay, change it up. And there's a disruptive quality to Uranus that can be very difficult for um, wounded parts of ourselves or our ego consensus reality self, and yet there's necessary shaking up. So just notice, you know, what might be happening, and particularly this time of Uranus going forward this week is really juicy because Uranus has this lovely connection with Mercury. Mercury's in Capricorn right now, and it's called Uranus Trine Mercury. It just means the two of them have a very harmonious connection with each other. They're about 120 degrees away from each other. For astrologers, a trine means the archetypes are really jiving with each other. They're really in a groove. And Mercury is your storyteller, your communicator, 
has to do with how you think and how you express, whether it's your body language, your words, your art, your moves, your songs. And it's in a practical grounded earth sign of Capricorn, which wants to think, see things be functional and productive. And Capricorn, above all else, wants things to be ethical and in alignment with purpose. So we now have Mercury right now in Capricorn helping your mind get very clear. Okay, purposefulness. What am I really here to be and do? And then it has this harmonious connection with the Maverick saying, way radical thoughts. This is a great week to keep your notebooks close by or your sketch pads. Catch those unusual thoughts, those, wow, what if I did this or how about that? But that will be very practical might get some incredible insights in from yourself or from the world this week about how to move forward in your life in uh, very authentic and unusual ways and yet very practical ways. And then finally, it's the week we have two really interesting cycles that uh, call in some of what we call the personal planets in astrology. For astrologers, we work with five planets, including the moon, as very indicative of our own personal inner journey. It's like very much our individual selves. And those five personal planets are the sun and moon, which are really up this week with the full moon, and then Mercury, Venus, and Mars. On Saturday, January 27th, Mercury is conjunct Mars at 16 degrees of Capricorn. And we talked about, I talked about Mercury as the storyteller communicator. Well, Mars is this active young one of you. You can think of it as the hero, the heroine, if you want to genderize. You can also think of it as the active one, the one who has agency, the one that goes forward. Mars basically wants to get her done. Let's go. Okay. And especially that it's in Capricorn, really roll up the sleeves. How do we make this happen? Okay. Um, those of you who are Star Trek fans, Jean-Luc Picard, make it so. All right. That's like Mars and Capricorn. So Mercury and Mars is like, okay, my mind is on fire with action and let's make it happen. This is how it's going to go, which can be very, very productive. Now, the challenge is several. Mars in a wounded part of ourselves is our pissed off angry one who can be very violent to ourselves or others. And particularly the deep wound of Mars and Capricorn, this is the wound of Capricorn as an energy, is this need to be in control, to be right, to be dominating, fear-based control. And this Mercury with Mars has an added connection of deep, uh, deep call to healing because both Mercury and Mars are squaring Chiron right now. So we have Mercury and Mars in Capricorn squaring Chiron and Aries. Okay, what does that mean, Sheila? Chiron is this amazing uh, heavenly body in our solar system who is a shapeshifter. It's both um, an asteroid comet character. It actually, Chiron came in from the edges of our solar system. And it represents a body of heavenly bodies called the centaurs, which is really great because in myth, Chiron is a centaur, half half human, half horse. And Chiron's nature is very much to activate healing, the healing journey, and to shapeshift out of old forms that are no longer serving. 
Chiron has a deep link with not only our personal healing, but also the healing of our ancestral patterns. Sometimes it's also linked with the wounded healer archetype in mythology, which is very much about how have I healed myself to some extent with working with my wounds and how by knowing that can I help others heal because I have this wisdom that comes from my own transformation. Now, Chiron's in Aries right now. This is a fire sign that is about being true to yourself, independent, taking risks, going for it. And the deep wound of Chiron in Aries is, is it, is it okay that I'm me? And sometimes a very deep wound of loneliness and isolation because I think it's all it's all on me. I've got no one else, you know, or I have to run ahead of the game to survive. And a deeply wounded experience with Aries energy is unconscious running over others or unconscious um, aggression. So back to Mercury, Mars, and Chiron. Basically, it's invitation to slow down and notice, am I caught in any wound patterns where I'm scared and part of how I'm dealing with my fear is I'm going to, you know, bully through. I'm going to run over everybody and just do it myself. Screw the rest of the world, okay? It's like those are really wounded thought patterns and they may be connected to unmetabolized trauma that some of your ancestors or your family struggled with. And if so, you want to slow down and really create a boundary Capricorn, that's very healing. And to gently notice those patterns and say, you know, I, I don't need to be reactive from a place of woundedness. What's the wisdom my mind is giving me, Mercury, about having courage, Mars, about being proactive, about bringing my own healing presence, my own unique, this is who I am, you know, ain't perfect, but it's me. And be proactive with how you can be yourself in a very grounded and practical way. And listen to yourself. Be your own best witness this week. What am I overhearing about my own way of knowing how to do things in a practical, grounded way? What about my own ethics, my own integrity? And what, what choices can I make now from my adult self? So there, if there is this wound and fear of, I want to dominate, I want to control, or you feel bullied by someone in the world... Just realize um, that's a different way of expressing this Mars, Mercury, Chiron energy. I'm going to choose a healing path. And I'm going to choose a path of purpose with my words and how I express and where I go forward. And finally, on Sunday, January 28th, Venus trines Jupiter at six degrees of Capricorn Taurus. Now, in really traditional predictive astrology, this would be like a day of love, people. Because Venus is the beloved, the relational one, the lover archetype. And it's all about all the ways you love. And yes, it is certainly personal relationships with beloveds. It's also what you value, what you care about. And when Venus in Capricorn is very grounded, practical love. It's like, hey, let's make it happen, okay? What do I value? I value being real in my life and showing up. And here, this one is trining, again, a positive relationship in the sky with Jupiter, who I named earlier. That's that teacher, mentor, expanded one in the practical sign of Taurus. So really, what when Venus trines Jupiter, there's this a wonderful expansiveness and opportunities to really be grounded in your love. That could be having some really good times dating with beloveds. It could be a wonderful connection with community or family. 
if you're an artist or in some way working with expressing your values and aesthetics in the world, it can be an amazing coming out. So really be with this grounded, practical, personal planet of Venus in you saying, what do I really love and how do I expand on it? Okay. In a real world, like show up, show up with yourself, with your body, with what you offer the world and really let yourself align with the positive expansiveness of care and value and love, however that is for you as an individual. So there is a very full week and it stays, I'm back to the full moon, and the absolute paradox of our times. You know, how in the midst of all the unraveling, the great unraveling of these times, how do we find ground? How do we be with the both and of our profound, devastating grief and overwhelm at the suffering that's happening in the world? for humans, for animals, for the earth? And how do we be with a possible place of joy and and optimism and belief in the greater capacity of humans to rise up and be who they're capable of being? It's both and times. It's very strongly paradoxical times. And the poem that touches my heart I want to bring to you really speaks to this. And I want to do a shout out to a beloved organization that I was part of at one point, Animus Valley Institute. It's a beautiful uh, organization that helps you in your deep evolutionary soul work in nature. And this is where I found the poem in their newsletter this week. And as soon as I read it, I said, oh, I want to bring this to my people. The poem is called For When People Ask by Rosemary Watola Traumer. For when people ask, I want a word that means okay and not okay. More than that, a word that means devastated and stunned with joy. I want the word that says, I feel it all, all at once. The heart is not like a songbird singing only one note at a time. More like a tuban throat singer, able to sing both a drone and simultaneously two or three harmonics high above it, a sound, the Tuvans say, that gives the impression of wind swirling among rocks. The heart understands swirl, how the churning of opposite feelings weaves through us like an insistent breeze leads us wordlessly deeper into ourselves, blesses us with paradox, so we might walk more openly into this world so rife with devastation, this world so ripe with joy. For when people ask, it's very much a week of paradox. May you find your just right way of navigating both. As I enter the new year, I am so excited to bring new offerings to you, my audience, my people. And what's coming up is at the end of the month, I'm offering a special five-day challenge. I call it Cage-Free Mind. 
It's January 29th to February 2nd. And I'm going to give you the opportunity to explore guided imagery and different um, practices to open your mind, to get free, get your mind free while doing that with community. I'm focusing a lot of my time and energy this coming year to build more actively community of kindred spirits, that we-ness that Aquarius is calling for. So if you're interested in the Cage-Free Mind Challenge, check it out. Go to the homepage of my website on theedgesofchange.com and you'll see a little link there to go and check out if you want to sign up for the challenge. Plus, I've got some other offerings coming soon, but that's the one I'm going to start with. So thank you so much for being part of my community. And thank you for letting me support you in the ways that work best for you. Enjoy the amazing journey this week with the full moon and all the archetypal currents. And take good care of yourselves. You have been listening to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast with your host, Sheila Belanger. More resources edgesofchange.com. Thank you for listening. Bless your alchemical journey to embrace the gold of your true nature.